G'day, Swillians. Deadly here. Woo-wee! Holy smokes. What a week. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, look. Not really breaking news, but Eric Logan, the CEO of the WSL, is gone. He's so gone. Uh, not much info coming out about it yet, but obviously uh, there's a lot of crew who are keen to hear Smithy's take on it, my take on it, and we're going to get to that this week. So uh, hang in there. I think the Vivo Brazil Pro will probably wind up tonight. So rest assured, this week, Smithy and I will be bringing you a blitz special on all the goings-on in Brazil, including the departure of Eric Logan from the WSL and the ramifications of that. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your time off and get stuck into another episode of Brainzo. This one, all about 2023. How many can you get? Have a good day, Swellians. Stay tuned. All this drama will be wrapped up on Ain't That Swell in the coming days. It's time to sharpen your mind corn. Charge those pineal crystals. And lube that hippocampus to full throb as we get ready to play the world's favourite surf quiz, Brainzo! Please make welcome the trivia swami of the Swellian Army, Ronnie Blakey. Yes, Brainzo. Brainzo. How fun. Welcome back to the Surf Trivia Show. How you going out there? How are you scoring? Well, we're going to find out. Vaughn Deadly's with me once again. He'll play the Cal Norton and my Ricky Bobby. Shake and bake, Vaughn. How you going? <laughs> Shake and bake, Ron. Uh, yep, very well. Enjoying this uh, time that we're spending together in the garage. Just got off the phone to Dad. Thought you might like a little update on his um, calcified urethra. Uh, he's getting it drilled on Monday, so he reckons he'll be firing like a fire hose oh, by yeah. uh, the end of the week. <laughs> All righty. Well, we're halfway home. Can you believe it? It's bloody July. Uh, knock, knock. Anybody home? Mm. Are you guys still awake out there? Well, have you drifted off behind the wheel of life and you're just ploughing down the freeway with your eyes closed, oblivious to everything that's going on around you? Well, we're going to find out if uh, people have been paying attention mm. in 2023 in particular. Yep. So today we've got 20 curveballs to test if you've been wide awake to what's been going down. We'll give you a bit of time after each question to spit your answers. You keep score. Battle mates, family, strangers, or just go at the questions yourself mm. to see how much data you've packed away into that big, fat, throbbing hard drive up there in your skull. What are you playing for? Well, that, my friends, is totally up to you. But let's get stuck into it. Mm. Question one. Which former qualifying series grinder headlined at Coachella this year? Fisher. Wow. He's on a tear. Isn't that mad? I mean, he was always going to be a superstar, though. I thought you were going to say Connor Coffin then for a second. (laughs) (laughs) But he was on the CT. Yeah, well, mate, he's young. Mm. It could all be ahead of him. Question two. Name the only surfer that scored a perfect 10 on the CT this year. It was a gritty... Gritty 10-point ride to Callum Robson. It was in the elimination round at the CT event in Portugal. It was easily the best wave of this year's world tour. 
Yeah, it was, um, you know, definitely got the uh, the attention of the surfing world. Even Fisher had something to say about it. Welcome to another episode of Paul's Pondering. Uh, and I've been pondering on the fact that, mate, when a surfer gets a 10-point ride on the world fucking championship tour, they get a fucking esky. <laughs> a fucking esky. Are you fucking kidding me? That is unbelievable. So what are they meant to do with this cunt? Fill it full of beers and then use the lid to go down some fucking hills? <laughs> wow. Question three. Which surfers took out the Billabong Pipe Pro at the start of the 2023 WSL CT season? It was Jack Robinson and Carissa Moore. Bonus point if you can remember who got second. Leonardo Firavanti and Tyler Wright. What? I forgot Leo was in the final. Yeah, mate. Question four. Mm. What surfer features in this year's Stab in the Dark series? <laughs> Italo Fijera. And here's a bonus question. Which shaper won Stab in the Dark this year? <laughs> Britt Merrick. Mm. He's had a couple of victories now for uh, Channel Islands and, um, yeah, just put a, a new spin on an old favourite. Question five. What brand of ladder did WSL commentator Kaipo spend a majority of the Australian legs standing on? I give you guys an update from the Bailey Ladders leaderboard. A Bailey ladder. Do you reckon that surfers around the world... When they go to reach something on the top shelf or if they're in the garage and, you know, there's a bunch of paint tins or the, the snowboarding gear or just shit you've got to use, they they sit there looking up at it going, fuck, if only, if only <laughs> Mate, I had a Bailey's ladder. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Question six, multiple choice. How many heat wins has Kelly Slater had this year? A, eight, B, ten. C, 4, D, 14. The answer is C, 4. Are you talking about winning a man-on-man heat, three-man heat, all heats? All heats. So he's won four heats this year. He's won four heats this year. He's, uh, of course, uh, missed Brazil due to injury, but, yeah, four heat wins. Shocking. Gosh. That makes me feel yeah icky. Don't like it. It's um, it's an interesting one. You know, I think uh, you know, Kelly's stocks just go skyrocketing when there's world class waves, mm. especially heavy waves. <sighs> so yeah, Four. what comes next is going to be super interesting. I, you know, you thought if anyone's going to turn around in this back half of the year, it could be Kelly, but. Oh, God, it's four heat wins for the whole year. It's uh, <laughs> hard to get your head around as a uh, diehard Kelly fan. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's real sad. Anyway, at least action's waiting at home. <laughs> Question seven. He's a good boy. <laughs> Give daddy a bit of love. Good girl. Good contact. Actually. Oh, that, good girl. That was one right. correction that we've had so far. Oh, uh, did someone get in contact? Did someone no get one in got in contact, nah. but um, 
I was just scrolling through Kelly's Instagram and saw some photos of action and um, the peach was out. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Little furry peach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> Question seven. Oh, family show, Ron. Come on. Yeah. This is a little uh, brain teaser for you. Mm. Name the odd one out. Ethan Ewing, Matthew McGilvray, Courtney Conlog, Ryan Callanan. It's Ryan Callanan. Every other surfer's first name and surname start with the same letter. Oh, you cheeky bugger. That's cheeky. Is that trivia? Or is that just a, a full... A, that's a dog act. Yeah, <laughs> it's fully a dog act. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Just, just to keep people, yeah, people on edge. In, people are in the car right now going, oh, oh you fucking stitched me up then, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> that's heavy. I'm, I'm going Phil, back to the better. I'm going back to the better quiz on Stab, mate. Phil Macko might even uh, <laughs> give Ant a call. Have you been listening to this quiz, this this trivia show? Uh, uh, they're not even doing trivia anymore. They're stitching cunts up, eh? <laughs> Question nine. Which surfer yeah. was inducted into the Surfing Australia Hall of Fame this year? Here's a clue for our international listeners. He had two world title runner-ups, one to Oki and one to Fanning. It's Taj Burrow. Amos. Taj Amos Burrow. <laughs> 12 CT wins. He took out the big ones, didn't he? Pipe in 2009. Uh, 2007 um, was the, the big world title. Tilt. Uh, Bells and J-Bay. He had victories. And there wasn't too many venues on the uh, old schedule that we uh, that we all got so familiar with where TB didn't feature in the final. Mm. Uh, so... You know, a consistent performer, one of the greats, uh, one of the greats to have never won a world title. He said, uh, I actually hosted that awards night, Doggy. I was, I was uh, MC at the Hall of Fame and um, TB didn't show up to get his award. He had to go get his urethra drilled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had to get Speaking his... Uh, dog <laughs> he had to go get... um. <laughs> he had to go... I think he had a root canal or something. Uh, similar operation. Is his ears drilled, maybe? Ears drilled, thank you. Yeah. Still, same same process, different so, body parts. excuse. But um, he sent a video message and he just said that when he was Grom, he never dreamed of being world champion. It was never in his wow. wheelhouse. He just wanted to shred and just keep pushing his surfing to the next level. Wow. So, um, yeah, you know, the style of surfing that TB did – arguably is way more culturally significant globally, like has contributed more to, to global surf culture and especially the progression of surfing than a lot of world champions, I would argue. Um, maybe not a lot, but definitely a few. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. <laughs> but what, like it, it kind of made sense. Like when, when you were watching yeah. the induction video, you know, he, he just reflecting on his career in retrospect, you take away the expectation that other people had and he is, to this day, one of the most legendary surfers who has ever stepped foot on a surfboard. So, man, it, it was so cool to see him recognised by uh, the only way you can get into the Australian Surfing Hall of Fame is if the Hall, in, Hall of Fame inductees vote you in. There, there is no other panel. It's like, 
you know, your, your Terry Fitzgeralds, your Albie Falzons, your Nat Youngs, Fanning's in there, Gilmore's in there, uh, Peter Druin. You've got culture shifters as well, uh, Peter Crawford, a bunch of crew. And they well, – sorry, Pete isn't voting. He's, he's passed on, sadly. But all the living legends, uh, that's who votes you in. And, and that is a full doff of the cap for TB from, uh, you know, people who come from all – all walks in this amazing surf you know, universe. Question 10. Who was the only surfer in WSL history to win the same event as their mother? <laughs> Ethan Ewing. Oh. Yeah, magic win at <clears throat> Bells. Um, 40 years. Oh. 40 years on the, on the dot, I think it was. Uh, yeah, 83. Helen Lambert, his mum, won uh, Bells. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was... It was a, an emotional win. He actually held it together beautifully um, and on stage at the Prezzo maybe delivered one of the, the best little pieces of uh, advice thrown out by a surfer maybe in the last, I don't know, maybe ever. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, this event's really important for my family. Um, she won in 83 and um, I've had the trophy next to my bed pretty much my whole life and looked at that and um, dreamt of it and seeing her name on the stairs and now just having my name there is so, so special. So this is an absolute dream. Um, I just want to say a big thank you to my dad. I wouldn't be here without him. He's somewhere up the back. friends for coming down here. I just want to say to anyone out there or everyone out there, um, tell your mum you love them because you never know what life throws at you. So, thank you. That's so cool. And, and you know, uh, you talk about Jack Robbo being a name on the on the, on the the Pipe Pro trophy that deserves to be there. Well, you know, Bills, Ethan Ewing, that rail game, that bowl, like, I mean... Yeah, bring on, bring on the eight foot bowl for this year, this next year, and he could be almost impossible to stop. Yeah, he's ticked the box at, at the two events that you'd expect him to win mm. on the CT. Now he's got to tick the box at some of those other venues. Yep, go get it, Ethan. Question eleven: Who was the powerhouse surfing icon celebrated for his innovative pig dog approach that sadly passed away in May? It was Hawaiian. Dane Kealoa. The greatest surfer never to win a world title was Dane Kealoa for sure, says Sean Thompson. And, uh, yeah, with full respect to TB, uh, you'd probably have to uh, agree with mm. with Sean. I read his obituary on the Encyclopedia of Surf by Matt Warshaw. He's got some fantastic, you know, reflections on Dane and his career and the, and the way that he approached surfing. And it's well worth a look. Pay the $4.99 to get on there and uh, support one of the great resources in world surfing. But, yeah, well worth a visit because Dane is a legend big time. Question 12. Which break will host the surfing at the 2024 Paris Olympics? Tiahopu or Chabs. Question 13. Who won the Eddie Aikau Big Wave Invitational this year? Luke Shepherdson. Cool story. Isn't oh, it? an amazing story. Lifeguard on the beach, just taking breaks from uh, saving lives, watching over the crowd. And he went out there and he got it done. Had his family there. It was awesome. Question 14. Who is the stoked bloke? 
Hello, peoples. Hello, peoples. It's our old mate Barton Lynch. Yes. Yep. Launched his podcast, The Stoke Bloke, and uh, yeah, massively uh, celebrated individual. Big opinions, big vibe, big, big love, mate. Big love. True believer, world champ, absolute icon of surfing, and uh, yeah. Hopefully he's uh, back calling those Olympics. Question 15. What is the location for the next WSL Kelly Slater Wave Co. Pool? <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Or uh, to even pin it down a little more, Huadariat Island. Mm. Question 16. How many event wins has John John Florence had this season? Zero. Zilch. Zip. None. His last win was the Pipe Masters in 2020. It was actually uh, the first event of the 2021 season. But i tell you what he does have this year, and that is the two highest heat score totals, both from Margaret River. Mm. Um, the surfing's there, but I don't know. He's just... I'm telling you, Ron, it's the Nate Florence FOMO thing. If you're... John John Florence, and you are the greatest surfer who has ever lived in waves of mortal coniquence. How on earth can you get motivated by three events in a row in subpark garbage? Mm. Doesn't make sense. And I know, I know the whole the whole front half of the tour didn't have great waves, but he showed a little bit of you know something at uh, Margaret's and Sunset. But other than that, ugh, man, he's got to get some perineum tanning going on. Get those crystals charged or something. Yeah. Waves of truth. Question 17. Who is the 2023 Women's Tour Rookie of the Year? <laughs> Katie Simmers. She's the only rookie that made the cut. So, uh, oh, she's she, won. She's won it. And um, she's had a magic year too. I mean, the, the win in Portugal. Surfing. surfing. She was the most creative surfer, I thought, at Le Mans. Easy. Uh, she just – she looked like she was – actually taking some more creative lines her her turn options were a little different the way she she stalled kick stalled yeah. barrels looked a little different everyone else looked like they were sticking to the same routine that they've done for the last few few years it's it's actually mad when you think about it everyone's just trying to squeeze in as much as they can rather than going hang on this is a, a almost a kilometer long this wave let's yep. have some fun with it let's get some heath joskies going on here let's get some uh I don't know. Just, you know, let, like imagine Mason Ho on that wave in a comp. Like he's not going to take off and do 180 Rios and just try and piece it all together. He's going to get freaky. And Katie brought a little bit of that. So that was nice to see. Yeah, it was fantastic. Question 18. After the first two Challenger Series events in Australia, which surfers are sitting number one on the men's and women's ratings? Jacob Wilcox on the men's side, India Robinson on the women's side. Uh, India in particular had a just an unbelievable start to the uh, the CS, a victory and a semi final for her. Uh, Jake Wilcox, he's done pretty damn well for himself too. Come on, the Changers, come on, you Aussies. It's uh, yeah, look, good to see Wilcox where he should be, right up the top. He's got to maintain now. He's got to just get those. Big result. Big result is what Chippo needs to just hit that CT with steam. Uh, awesome to see India 
back, you know, I'm so blown away by the way, by the way she's handled falling off tour, taking time off, getting the body and the mind back on track and coming straight back into a big win. Far that's staunchy, man. Staunchy. Love that. All right, moving on to question 19. I'm going to uh, bring in a special guest for this one. Seems appropriate. It's my little boy, Mickey. How are you, mate? Good. Had a good day? Yeah. How was footy training? Good. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, you got a question for everyone out there? Yeah. All right. Which multiple world champ appeared on the famous kids cartoon, Bluey? Mick Fanning. Oh, awesome. You want to hear it? Sure. Whoa, what do you got there? It's a crab claw. Oh, yeah, look. It's from a blue coral crab. Ooh. Hey, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a turn? Mick Fanning was on Bluey. Hey, Mickey, um, just before you go, uh, I know you got a new board the other day. What is it? Uh, it's a 5'8", too happy. It's a sick, mate. Did Britt Merrick shape it? Yes. You did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well played. <laughs> All right, mate. Go on, get back out there. Go on, mate. Question 20. The second annual Mick Fanning Charity Golf Day raised how much money? for people of the Northern Rivers still recovering from the devastating 2022 floods. This is a tricky one, dog. Uh, was it well publicised? <laughs> <laughs> it was really well publicised. If you follow Mick, you probably uh, would ah. have seen it. It was $580,000. So uh, he did four hundred and twenty. Five thousand dollars in twenty twenty two, the inaugural Mick Fanning Charity Golf Day. So made over a mil in two years. Uh, it's a huge amount. He was working with an organisation called Give It here, uh, who works with uh, charities and organisations in, in local areas, uh, making sure that you know relief and funds get to people who need it most. Mm. But uh, a massive achievement and a great day, epic day. There was a lot of highlights to the day. Mm. Um, some magic moments. Plenty of big-name celebs. Um, it was a star-studded affair. Yeah, I saw uh, Alan Border, the former Australian cricket captain, was there. I saw uh, Hamish and Andy and the Inspired Unemployed Boys. Uh, Pat Rafter, two-time Grand Slam winner. Yep. One of the all-time great Australians. Peter Lonard. Golfer. Yeah. Mm. Great Australian golfer. Uh, and also... A couple of uh, Australian idols turned up. That's right. Guy Sebastian, he can play golf. He was pretty good. Mm. Um, but I know Guy won Australian idol, but at the Mick Fanning Charity Golf Day, Shannon Noel. Nolsey. Nolsey. He won the day. He the did. Mad Hooies, they had a karaoke set up uh, on their, their little activation on the hole that they sponsored. And Nolsey got up there and he belted out a hit. And we're going to play for you. Uh, a version of that hit, Shannon Noel, bring it home, you good thing. Mm. What a champion performance. Oh, mate, uh, the only performance he's put on better than this are those YouTube videos of him just gurning off his face from a few years ago. I reckon he's <laughs> right on par. <laughs> yeah, he actually sang this at the uh, the presentation as well. <laughs> he had a standing ovation. People had their phones out, their lighters up in the air. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing, mate. Magic just moment. good, 
Aussie pub rock. Oh, it's a shit song, but let's play it. <laughs> well, there's a little boy waiting at the counter of a corner shop. He's been waiting down there, waiting half the day. They never ever see him from the top. He gets pushed around, knocked to the ground. He gets to his feet and he says, What about me? It isn't fair. Give your dog a pat for me. Whoa. 